Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the thundering storm voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris, here to talk with you about food, about rhythm, about rhythm. Way I have no rhythm, so I will not uh, try to fool you with that. Uh, we're talking food here today, as we do every day. We love talking about that. We'd love to have you join us with that conversation. Anything you want is uh, good enough for me. We cover the entire dining scene around New Orleans, and we uh, keep it on you. 260-6368 is our telephone number. You can uh, grab it anytime you want. Give us a call because we are yeah. talking uh, memories today. Believe it or not. Today is the uh, day before tomorrow, which, uh, <laughs> yeah, is National Slurpee Day. And even though Time Saver, where Tom spent an enormous part of his youth, uh, is not where you would find Slurpees. That is 7-Eleven. And tomorrow, if you want a free Slurpee to help them celebrate their anniversary, go on in and uh, you are... You yeah. will be welcomed with a free Slurpee. But anyway, mm -hmm. uh, Time Saver did not have Slurpees. They had Ices, but it did Ices. get me in the mood to talk about convenience stores, mainly because you've never seen Tom start rattling off. This is something I know about Tom that you don't know, which is that nee, he nee, nee, is, nee. which is that he is a repository for unbelievably detailed stories about his time at the Time Saver. And these are interesting stories, and so I thought we would share them today, and I would just sort of sit here and interview Tom about his time at the Time Saver. If you have your own memories about uh, Time Saver or any of that era, things that you liked, a particular one that you went to, people that you knew, uh, stuff that you bought, like some sort of ritual every day, if you had went and got an icy every day, give us a call, 260-6368. In the meantime, Tom is going to continue to reflect on his time at the Time Saver. <laughs> All right, yeah, so, you know, it's, you have to really give this some thought. So we went, we went through some of your favorites, and we've got you. You like Time Saver number four, number which four, is where the blue central. tomato is was and now is gone as well. Mm. I wonder what's going to be in that space. I don't know. I'm sure it's probably going to be. It hasn't restaurant. changed since the Time Saver days. It looks exactly the same. Yeah, it was kind of a dumpy place, I have to say. Well, it had been worked out gone. for a long it's time. It's gone now. Okay, and then you went to Time Saver number one, which we learned in this last hour. The original was the store. number one. No, Time Saver number seven was the one at Green Acres and Veterans, which was the biggest seller. I uh, did not mention this earlier, okay. but uh, the birthday of my beard <laughs> is November 72. Happy birthday and, uh, to you, And it was the day. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. It was the day that I stopped shaving 
at all. Uh-huh. I haven't shaved since then. Uh-huh. His beard, folks, will go all the way around oh, the city. Yeah. yeah, anyway. Okay, so. Um, and uh, I, I went. Did you in have the, that brilliant idea at the Time Saver? And which Time Saver was that? Uh, that was number one. I, and, and oh, it was, okay. So that's where that idea was I, born? I went around back with a couple of the guys that I'd worked with for a while. Uh-huh. And uh, we, uh, I took my, my Time Saver shirt off. I had a special shirt. And, uh, Wait, I, was it given uh, to you by the company? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Every, everybody had to have okay. them. It was a so it was white uniform. shirt. Your uniform. Yeah, and, okay. and a tie okay. too. I always wore a tie. Wait, did you? Was that part of the uniform though? No, but oh. I always wore. Okay. I always uh, wore a tie. Right. Okay. So, um, anyway, uh, got a couple of these buddies of mine who had worked with me for years, and we went around back of the store, and we started a small fire, <laughs> and, and we burned it all. You burned what? Uh, the uh, the shirt. Why? We just thought it would be something stupid to do. Wait. Fortunately, nothing happened. Wait. So you all took off your uniform shirt that the company yeah, provided. That's right. And started a fire and burned them. Yeah. And what sort of? There were like four of them. And what yeah. what sort of um, thing came down in terms of um, of um, punishment for you nothing all. we were done uh, in well, fact I mean, the manager he thought it was kind of a cool idea too <laughs> so uh, so we got away with that one. Oh wow okay so um so you you have you had four or five recollections of particular ones that you i have one in. i have one more that okay. i i to this day remember fondly okay let's hear it all right there was a guy who came in who, just looking at him, made me think that he was uh, in the Navy. I'm not sure why I thought that, but something about him said that. And he used to walk in, uh, not every day, certainly, and he, we'd see him maybe once every couple or three days. Uh-huh. He'd ad- advance to the store, and when we walked up to the counter on the other side of the counter, he said, and I have to get the, the, the sound of this right, because he had a, a, a deeper voice than I had, and certainly that I have. But what he said was, let me have a box. No, let's try again from the beginning. Let me have one more time. I, I'm, I promise I'll get it this time around. Let me have a pack of cool regulars. He said it exactly <laughs> like I just did it. Give me a pack of cools, regulars. I it, the, the the rhythm of it. It was just you know. It, it here was, I am. It was intoxicating. Nineteen seventy-two. It was the first restaurant review column I had ever so done. You were twenty-one. Nineteen nineteen in twenty-one. Yeah, nineteen twenty-one. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and that was fascinating to you. Did it make you want to have a pack of cools, cool regulars? That I don't know. Okay, because uh, you never did. I, I, so I, I, I you never smoked. You weren't so. intrigued enough for that. No, okay. pretty now, bad. Now, you know, that brings up a question that I had for you, oh. which is, if you are working, cool. <laughs> if you are working at a place, yeah. he's going to keep doing it, folks. Go ahead, Tom. Mm. I know you want to do it again. Go ahead. Cool. <laughs> okay. So if you're working someplace... And there are people that come in, like, okay, so we have our habits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like at La Coretta, you yeah. know, uh, Mary Lee and I always go into La Coretta, and I'm sure that, 
you know, I don't know what they think about us. We have, we have come to know the staff there well enough that we have, we have thoughts about them. I'm sure they have thoughts about us. And I think that's probably true in any place where you work and you are in contact with the public all the time. You start to notice people the way they dress, you start to notice their habits, you start to notice things about their demeanor. And uh, I'm just wondering, especially in a place like a convenience store where chances are, like a Starbucks, for example, a Starbucks where somebody comes in for their such and such latte every day. I'm sure that the people who were the baristas who work there probably have thoughts about the people that they see. Maybe they get to know them, but until they get to know them, they have some sort of mental picture of what this person is actually like. So what sort of people did you remember that stuck out in your mind and why? Um, there was a girl who came in just about every three or four days. Mm-hmm. And, and which timetable was this? Which uh, one was the one that turned into four? Okay. All right. And uh, all she could seem to do is talk about getting wed- wedding. Getting, getting, getting married. Married. Excuse getting me. married. Okay. Uh-huh. And, uh, you, you know, it, it wasn't because time? I asked her about it or anything. Huh? Do you think she was hitting on you? Uh, it could be, but it seems hard to believe, though, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> How old was yeah. she about? I don't know. So at this point, it didn't even occur to you because, you know, so so when you say she talked about getting married. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what is that about? Like, what, what could, I get a, could I get a pack of cool regulars and, and yeah. I want to get married? I mean, what did she say? How did you know that? Well, it's one of those kind of things that you don't miss when it passes in front of you. Well, but but I mean, she must. Have I don't know. Said I, I, I have no idea. It was no just like an idea. aura she had that she was kind of like a desperate woman wanting to get married. No, she was she was much much younger than uh, than I was. Of course, I was pretty younger my young myself then. Well, how did uh, how did this come up? I don't know. I honestly don't know. It just she popped it out one day, as if okay, I'll just stand here and wait for you to tell me. You know, how, tell what, you what? What are we? Well, where are we going to go to get married? You know. I'll, oh, I'll, so you think she was? She do think she was a little, hitting on you? Uh, a little off. A little. You do think she was hitting on you? I see. Well, I I, I find that hard to believe. Yeah, me Just too. Just because uh, getting. What what what's the expression you just used? Hit it. on, getting hit on. Hit on, yeah. Uh, I yeah. have very little experience yeah. with that. Okay. So. All right. So, what other cool. people? <laughs> <laughs> what other people at what other time saver made an impression on Never you? Never a one. Oh no! Wait! 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 wait. Oh come this, on! No, I, I no. can't believe that no, you I've, worked I've in written, a place day I've, after day, and certain people did not pop out to you for whatever reason. Uh, like, oh, that person's really nasty, or oh my gosh, that person's no, so I, sweet. I can't believe that. Or boy, that person looks like they've been up all night. I'm, uh, come on, really? Yeah. Well, you're not very observant. No, I guess maybe it. that's really it. Not. You know. Yeah. Like I would have all kinds of of imaginations about everyone I saw just because I am very observant and I I put together things that maybe a lot of people don't. But I can't believe that you you have it. Well, me too. And I hope I never hear about it again. And I never liked it at the beginning. And the Montgomerys, of course, had nothing to do with it. 
because okay. they'd seen it all. I'm sure they had. All right, so we found out now, so far in this conversation, the uh, number one highest grossing, uh, to your knowledge, yeah. number seven number out seven. there on Green Acres at Veterans, which makes right. perfect sense because yep. that was highly developing at that era. At they that had that a time. they had a barber shop there in that same little strip mall, and I got my hair cut there all the time. Mm. Okay. All right. So um, was this when your hair was long? No, not. Yeah, it was pretty long. As a matter of fact, it was so long, uh, I I brought my razor with me and the barber said, you ain't going to be able to put that in that kind of hair. Mm. Yeah, that's right. We'll we'll cut it down a little bit and see what we got. Yeah. Okay. All right. So so you were talking about your cleaning. Tom has always Mm -hmm. boasted that he is excellent as a, a clean a cleanup person, he's a very what? yeah. You always did. You said you know I'm really good at cleaning, and you used to yeah. talk about how you would clean the time saver every night. Oh, I yeah yeah, yeah. the what time was, saver. I what sure was, did. No, yeah. well believe me, I know that that's not true of your personal uh, house anyway. So I keep a clean house. No, no, I said that you don't. <clears throat> All right, so. <clears throat> um, me. So what was your ritual for cleaning the time saver? Oh well, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, item number one, I go out and I sweep the parking lot. What? Sweep the parking Wait, lot. Was Why that don't... required or did you just do that? What? Uh, it was one of the things we had to do, yeah. You had to sweep the parking Swept lot? Swept the parking lot. The, the only time I didn't like doing it was for a, a fairly long period when I was doing the all-night shift in number 37 in Gretna. <laughs> <clears throat> And over there, it was kind of lonely because it was re- it was after midnight, and I was uh, oh my goodness I was you know sweeping the lawn. You know, I'm I'm telling a lot about this in case I need a, a new job anytime <laughs> soon. Because uh, what, what, what you would know. you what would you hope to get from this, Tom? Get from what? What what would if you were if you're auditioning for another job? What would not you, back then? It wasn't. No, no. I'm saying you said you're you're telling all this so that you, uh-huh. if you need another job, so what job would you think that this and these stories would qualify you for? <laughs> I'm curious. Well, uh, you, you know there <laughs> are a lot of people lot who sweeper. What? Uh, I, I'm sure you're right, but you know there are certain things that need to be done, and a dirty parking lot is not something that looks I good. I can't believe. Anybody sweeps a parking lot today. I'm sorry. A push broom. I I know, but I find that hard to believe. Well, I did. Start believing it because. But this was a long, long time ago, Tom. We're talking 40 years ago, 50 years ago. I can't imagine that anyone is is sweeping a parking lot circa 2019. Uh Come on. All right. So then you clean the parking lot. And then what else? And then uh, the second part of the deal was to sweep the store, the entire Hopefully store. Hopefully not with the same broom. Uh, no, no, I, I, <laughs> okay. I, I had a broom for outside and a broom okay. for inside. Okay. Right. So swept the whole store. Yeah. Mopped the whole store. Okay. And then uh, I was would. This after midnight. This is after midnight. No, no, we closed at midnight. Okay. There were some stores that were open twenty four seven, but. Uh, okay. So when did this cleaning take place? You said in the middle of the night, uh, or late at night. The goal was to walk out the door at midnight. Okay. Uh, we didn't always hit that. Okay. Uh, and then. And you did this every day. You every cleaned night. the parking lot. Every and night. And then you swept the floor, and then you mopped the floor, mopped and then the what? Mopped the floor, and then I would work the uh, the work the what? What did we call that? 
Uh, Probably stocking, huh? Stocking. That's exactly what it was. So I would go from table to from uh, shelf to shelf, or gondolas, as they as what is what we call them, or gondolas to be more exact. And so, uh, what, what is that? What a gondola. That? That's all. All of the shelf units is just in one collection. And you know, here's one here down here. They call here's that one a gondola. A gondola. Really? Yeah. Why? Hey, this is a gondola right here. <laughs> Why? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> so you would you would restock them? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would. Mm-hmm. We will come back with more of the food show in a moment. After first, please this. We are back. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. If you have any of your own memories of the time saver, please give us a call and join in with us. We're listening to Tom's memories, and uh, I will say this: I've always said that it's always fun to. I wish I could tell you what's going on while we're in a break, and so here's what I've been listening to. Go ahead, Tom. I'd like, please, a pack of Cools regulars. Yeah, Tom really likes that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let me tell you about Porter and Luke. I don't know if I can follow that, but here we'll we'll give it a try. Porter and Luke is a wonderful little neighborhood restaurant on Metairie Road where you will find great fried chicken and delicious creamy pastas with shrimp and uh, some sausage. You will find a ham shank and red beans and sausage and red beans or a pork chop and red beans, good salads, great club sandwich, my favorite in town. They have a good fried eggplant there. They have all kinds of wonderful things that you, if you can think of it for a, you know, like a, a favorite comfort food, they've probably got it. They have a good hamburger, too. Nice salads, poor boys, good fried seafood. Porter and Luke at 1517 Metairie Road in the shopping center with Oakwin Hart and Walgreens. And they are now open for brunch on Tuesdays where it's not only brunch. They have the regular menu, but they do have some brunch items, too. That's Porter and Luke. Also, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood is where you will find great fried seafood and ask them to make it spice-alicious for you. They have good hamburgers that are crusty on the outside and juicy on the inside. Good neighborhood kinds of specialties, local New Orleans specialties. Good fried Poor, uh, fried seafood poor boys they have salads that are excellent and they now have char grilled oysters that's new orleans hamburger and seafood 10 locations around town go check them out good representation of the local cuisine in a very casual environment all right back to our road down memory lane with tom on this slurpy national slurpy eve we are not talking about Slurpees because that's 7-Eleven, but Tom spent an inordinate amount of time at the Time Saver when yeah. he was a youngin', and so we're going through memory lane with him. All right, so after you swept and mopped, then what did you do? Mm-hmm. Tom is giving us his uh, cleaning ritual. Were, by that time, we were about done, and the guy uh, who was up at the cash cash register, which I tried to avoid... <laughs> Uh, Me too. When I was working, yeah. And because uh, it, well, it just you were static, and you would just sit there, and it would you, yeah, you wanted to do your something. back would start yeah. getting bit. Yeah. Uh, but I would go into the walk-in cooler and refill all the beer and all the. Uh, uh, we had a lot of sales of milk. That was one that I should was have. Was that mentioned. one that they had a lot milk? Yeah. Oh yeah, we sold lots and lots of well, milk. Well, you know, if you if you need milk, you need to go to the convenience yeah. store sometimes. But here is something that I've actually quote in in articles in food articles over the years. That uh, it just occurred to me that uh, this is kind of part of this. 
on the shelf in the walk-in cooler where all the cold things into the milk and the and the uh, mm-hmm. and the uh, ice cream stuff ice, like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, that'd be the freezer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, but in this case, it was the refrigerator, mm-hmm. and on it were these containers, uh, kind of like cups, big uh, sort of squat cups. Mm-hmm. And they were about, oh, uh, well, I can describe it to you easily. You know what a, uh, a, you know what uh, a. Like a regular cup? It, we, I'm trying to remember. This size? This is, uh, okay, you have cotton. No, not cotton. Uh, there is uh, this stuff that's like cottage cheese, except it's a New yogurt, Orleans product. Yogurt. Oh, oh, Creole cream cheese. Cre- Creole cream. Oh, my cream. goodness. Creole okay. Uh, cream cheese was cheese, very popular. Back Creole then, cream wasn't it? cheese. Here is what we served every day, forty a day. What? At least that, of that product, Creole because in any other place nobody would have it Who at was all. Making it now the super well. Uh, in well, they shut it down ultimately uh, to cut down completely the. The place that was famous for it was Borden's, ah, okay. uh, but they stopped, and oh. there were other some other stores. I think uh, Dornax and Langenstein's also Why did it. Why did they stop it? Uh, nobody was buying it. I remember uh, one of the earliest uh, shows I ever did. Uh, I was talking to a guy from the, one of the dairies. I said, I can tell you, and you got to do something about this because people walk in here every single day, and they want some Creole cream cheese. What is and it? What is it? It's clabber, and if you look that up in the refrigerator, in the in the uh, dictionary, in, in the dictionary, that's what you will find. Clabber. It is milk that like has a solid buttermilk set, or something. Sorta, of, yeah. It's like a solid yeah. buttermilk. Okay. So, uh, but you know, moth, moths is moths. M a u t h e. They're making it. Yeah, now they are. But uh-huh. that was uh, this was a product that was. Not just available, but it was available in huge numbers. People sold, uh, that bought you said, that. You said people did buy it, or they didn't. They buy did it? buy they it. They did buy it, and then they stopped making. Why would they stop making it? Uh, because the, uh, the the people, the Gordon people, or whoever said, we just don't sell that much of it. Except they did. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I maybe they just sold it in the convenience so. stores and not in the regular stores. Maybe That's so, but whatever it was. Uh-huh. I can tell you that back in the days of my working at the Time Saver, we had a lot of Creole cream cheese for sale on the shelf or on the gondola, were either you, one. Were you still there when they stopped making it, and did you have to start telling no, people I, they stopped making no, it? No, that came a little bit longer okay. down the road. Because uh-huh. when I remember hearing somebody talk about it, I said, what are, what's the big deal? Uh, Creole cream cheese, <laughs> you get that everywhere in your life. You mm-hmm. could, you know. It's mm-hmm. one of those things. Do you except like it? I was wrong. Do you like cream? cream? I like it for certain things. You know uh-huh. what it's, it's best for? What? Uh, making cheesecake. Oh, yeah. Well, it's you, got that tang to it. It's yeah. got that tang. It's got yeah. that tang to it. It's the kind of tang cool. that you lip your lip on round. Cool. And every time you sit I'm down and take a look it. away, you've Tom. got that cream old cream cheese. Well, about bottle of day. All right. Woo! So. Okay, that was really something, yeah. Okay, so now back to the cool. Yeah. The cool. Cool, regulars. Cool. Yeah. Now, you must have sold a lot of cigarettes, as you said. Lots you of cigarettes. You must have had one that stuck out that most people bought. Did, Winston's. Was, there a fa- was that it? Winston's, Winston's, yeah. That was the one? And then as time went on, it, it shifted over to Marlboro. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. they had good ads. The Marlboro Man. Yeah. Everybody wanted to be the Marlboro Man. Yeah. I can't yeah. even say that. Marlboro. 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 Followed hard. by. It's hard <laughs> thing to say. Marlboro. Yeah. yeah. And not only that, uh, get a get a refill of uh, Cools regulars. I knew you were gonna say. Oh, wait, that. wait. Was that the same company? I think it was. Was it? I okay. think Winston's and. I think Winston's and uh, and now cool they have a lot of now they have a lot of hipster brands of cigarettes. Yeah, you know, that's a, the I'm trying to think of the I name know, of it because I don't, I don't pay them. much attention to it. But anyway, Me neither. all right. So um, what else? What else do you want to share with us about your time saver days? Because I'm riveted. We uh, went through the favorite ones. We went through the most profitable. Bu- prof- when you when you got your schedule, okay. So uh-huh. I guess you got the schedule from corporate and you worked did you float around were you like a floater or did you work from one and then you decided to go to another I, I one? pretty much was on uh, on a static um, schedule and so and, why did you change so well much? because uh, every uh, most of the people who were in the time saver and and working there uh, had some kind of other job or kids or something and they Wanted to get back to whatever that was. Obviously, you don't want mm-hmm. to eat in a school or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. So um, uh-huh. uh, that was that so was one of the reasons. So you would then move in and take their spot if you if you saw. Here what was, was my, my my proudest uh, uh, thing, and that is uh, when during the summertime, mm-hmm. when people who worked there full time, mm-hmm. believe it or not, there were people who worked full time at the time. Said so were quite a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, when uh, they needed somebody to go on when it was their turn to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. I would come in and substitute for them, and I do How many like. Hours a week were you I did working? like two. Uh, oh gosh, lots, too many. This was what brought me down. Yeah, I know. This is uh, I, uh, I I that really really was a, a not well thought out yeah. thought in some ways and in other ways it was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Well, certainly giving you a lot of fodder for today's show. Yeah. I'll say that. All right. So when you had, was there any particular time saver that when you were told that that's where you were working tomorrow, you would go, mm-hmm. oh, no. Oh, uh, no, they oh. knew better than to do that. We, uh, that was, you know, the, the, the manager would ask instead of the other way around. Oh, really? Yeah, that was pretty much true. They, uh, the, 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 my favorite one, it's a, looking at this from a more positive uh, deal, there used to be a royal castle, which was uh, not a national chain because it was not around that long. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it came out of Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had those little square hamburgers. But yeah. what, what was good about those is that at the Time Saver, uh, they, they had a shop for those. Uh, at the Time Saver... They would cook everything to order, believe it or not. They would squeeze their own oranges for orange juice. What? This was what? Yes, yeah. This was the uh, the Royal Castle was the name of it, and they their shop was immediately in front of the Time Saver. Mm-hmm. So we used to go back and forth one to another to swap something out or something. Mm-hmm. And That's uh, nice. yeah, yeah, it was, and uh, that was a good looking store too. And uh, they had liquor. It was the first one that had liquor. I would imagine that that became pretty common. Right away, yeah. Pretty common. Yeah, well. Uh, did did uh, did you have a certain kind of liquor that sold more than the other stuff? Not really. It, it never caught on to the point that beer did. We, when people went to uh, 
went to the time saver uh, for something like that. They they were looking for whiskey or uh, or a vodka or something like that. Was was there? And I don't want to get into the story that you told me once that is too sad. But was there ever a time when you were working that you felt uncomfortable about someone that came into the time saver? That's like a, a good customer? question. I don't. Like, I don't. Did you ever get like a little chilly vibe or something? Because I mean, I'm sure a that little what? now back in the day, back uh-huh. in those days, yeah, there, you know, people were not maybe as scary as they can be today. So, so did you ever have a feeling like that when you were working in the time saver? What that something might have might happen? Yeah, that that you just were feeling, you know, like you know, what do they call it? Your your there's a, you know, it's like a little thing your intuition that oh, you know, yeah. guides uh-huh. you through things like that you you dismiss yours you always tell me that i that i focus too much on that and that you tend to dismiss yours but did you ever have any feeling that maybe you know, oh uh, sure i mean it, it, in, in the same way that a lot of people and with good reason uh stop going down bourbon street let's say because mm-hmm. uh, you have this bad feeling about it and yeah like a bad feeling that's yeah, what I'm saying. yeah did you ever have that i mean did that no, happen to you with any no kind of, uh i never uh, never in all the years that you worked there in all the different locations that never happened to you well there was one but i didn't know what it was at the time uh-huh. because i was too naive to do this how old were you uh, I was this in one my of the younger times. This was when I was really okay. I was yeah. on my bicycle. Okay. And uh, there was this guy who worked at the store, and he said, "Why don't you come over to my house, and we'll cut the grass, and we'll redo this and that and this and that." Oh, I'm not talking about and somebody that actually wanted you to come. I'm talking about just like somebody. No, this around. was not legitimate at all. Well, of course not. But I'm saying, like, I mean, yeah. you wouldn't do that. Yeah. But, but I'm just saying, did you? Like just, I'm not talking about someone you actually had a conversation with. I'm talking about, oh, I gotta watch that person. Like somebody that you felt yeah, uh-huh, like might uh-huh. might be a shoplifter. Was there any of that? Oh, your brother was there <laughs> ever? I mean, it was. Uh, it was that was a big problem. Well, what did you know? In some that people stores, were in the, doing it, and you just said, "Well, you know, I'm not gonna bother well, with that or what." What happened? Um, I, I, there was no, you know, no mistaking it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But so did you all confront people and how did that go? Uh you didn't want you weren't supposed to do anything like yeah, that. I think that's a bad if idea. You, if you're for in, sure. If you're in the store and there's somebody coming in who looks like he might be yeah. get, the the rule was get the hell out of there. Get out of the store. Get out of the store. So they did have rules about that yeah. sort of thing. Uh-huh. Hey, Greg is on the phone. Maybe oh, he's okay. got an out- outlook on this, or maybe not. Okay. It doesn't matter. We'll uh, listen to anybody. <laughs> Greg, Greg, well, welcome. Uh, how, are you, how are you guys doing today? We're doing it. We oh, fun. just how rolling along. Uh, and would you Good. like a, a, a cool regulars <laughs> by any chance? <laughs> I'm okay. I wanted to ask you guys, and it's, it's been gone for some time now, but what do you think of? I enjoyed it. It used to be called Mazzato right there on, uh, I think, by City Park Avenue. Yeah. Cherry off the interstate. Um, uh, yeah. I Latin yeah. food. I thought it was really, I know. I think it was the guys from Zia's, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Was that more like a lease like a lease rent issue, or did they just – because I thought the food, I was just perplexed when they – It's avant-garde. It was, it was too Spanish. avant-garde. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I uh, I don't know if I ever went there. Uh, I Mizzato, probably should have. Mizzato was too avant-garde. It was something straight out of L.A. before be. you started seeing places like that. I mean, if you uh. think about it, Mizzato was 
2014. That was five years ago, and mm-hmm. it right. lasted, I want to say, two, maybe three years, and they kept thinking that it was going to go away, but then people kept wanting it to come back. But then the reality was, and this is what the, the owners finally decided, the people who said, and this happens all the time, gosh, I wish you would do such and such, then you do that and you realize there's not enough of those people. Or maybe yeah. they mean it, but not enough to keep you in business. Yeah. And so they, I, they decided to go ahead and uh, rebrand that into a Zia. And they did keep one or two items. Oh, that I'm not place. Even sure. Oh, okay. I'm not even sure that those are still on the menu. They used to have a great tamale. Well, I, yeah, I think I, I, I play a bit hmm. Spanish flair to it because the Tex-Mex places are, you know, in, in abundance, of course. But that, to me, was like, I think, Peruvian food, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, when they yeah were open, it had I think some elements more like South, of like a, Peruvian. Yeah. Yeah. If you like Peruvian food, you know, there's a place on Magazine, which is... I do, yeah. You, have you been there? No, no, no. Go ahead and tell me the name. I, I like to check it out. I want to say it's Cisco, C-I-S-C-O, and it's okay. um, it's Co- right in Cost, the, uh, Costa? It's, it's, uh, no, that's Costera. Costera, it's right. right. It's right in the uh, same vicinity. It's like right across the side street from Pizza Domenica. Pizza Domenica oh, okay. is, yeah, right, yeah. Is, is on magazine. And then right next to the tire store is that little tiny place. It's been there long enough that I'm, I'm impressed. You know, it's, impress, it's impressive that they're still there. You, you There's said also a Pizza Peruvian Domenica. place. Hmm? No, I was going to say Pizza Dominica. You uh, you put the garlic knots in my head now. Now I'm going to go want some because those are to me. The, <laughs> they have a really good so happy good. hour there. Pizza for half price. Oh. So you might want to go over there now. I did not know that. Yeah. No, I did not um, know that. Yeah. Oh, it's a really good. It's a really good happy hour. Yeah. Half huh. price pizza. Um, but but uh, the um. On, on Ferret, and I'm not sure if it's still there, but there was a Peruvian place on Ferret called Cusco, C-U-C-O, and it's it's right near Dat Dog on Ferret. Uh, so there's two Peruvian places. Um, if you go, let us know what you think of it. I will, and I'll leave you with this. Have you been to Wayfair on Ferret? Love it. Wayfair? Love yeah. it. Where's that? Very good place. It's right next it's door correct. to uh, Ancora. Oh, I love Hi-Hat. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good place. Delish. My brother calls Wayfair a chick place. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> what's, he lo- what's he looking for? He's not looking for anything. Oh, good. Because uh, every yeah. time he goes there, it's like all women. But I've not noticed that. No, I think it's a great place. Do you think Fred long-term is going to – add more places or you think real estate sort of limited over there as far as the growth oh i don't know that's that's a great location and the only thing wrong with it is that the the condition of the streets is abysmal that's kind of everywhere there you know what i wish i wish that when dat dog first started in the shed i wish i'd bought some real estate there yeah because that's that's really changed i know that's true. I've already uh, right, bought a little. All right, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye. Two six zero six three six eight. Greg, that's two six zero. Thank you. Two six zero six three six eight. We are talking remembrances of the time saver, but of course, we're taking calls on anything that anything we would you like want. To we're always wide open. Are you ready to do it again, Tom? I sure am. What is it? No, the cool. Oh, the cool. I was going to give you the oh. opportunity to say it again. 
Because I know how you love it. <laughs> Give me a pack of cools, regulars. <laughs> Doug, do we have to take a break? Let's do that. Two six zero six three six eight. We'll be back. We are back. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Let me tell you quickly about Porter and Luke before we go to the phones, where we have Sal waiting. Uh, Porter and Luke, great little place. Comfort food, Metairie Road in the shopping center by Walgreens and Oakwood Heart. That's where you're going to find the great wedge salad. That is three little wedges of uh, crab meat ravigot and shrimp remoulade and also fried oysters. There's a good meatball and spaghetti there. They have a great chicken. It looks like chicken and dumplings, but it's like chicken with a braised a braised chicken with uh, pasta. They have good uh, fried seafood. They have fried chicken, good club salad, good club sandwich, good hamburger. Porter and Luke, it's a good place to go. Go check it out. Good red beans with a ham shank. Porter and Luke, 1517 Metairie Road. Let's go to Sal. Hey, thanks for taking our call. How hey, are you all doing? Thank you for calling. We're having a great time today. Excellent, excellent. I uh, just wanted to share a little bit about uh, a dish that we fixed the other night. Um, had some company over, and we did chicken piccata with capers and lemons. came out great. Oh. And instead of serving it with... Uh, any kind of pasta, we used uh, spaghetti squash instead. Drizzle yeah. a little olive oil and garlic. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm, sounds really good. good. What color was What that. color was the sauce though? Just I don't know if you mentioned it. You know, it's, it's red or uh, white it or it, it can It comes out a little brown because you fry the chicken cutlets in the uh, olive oil and butter, and you do it in batches of two so by the time you do the third or fourth batch the butter is kind of brown and then you take it off the heat and then you pour in your um uh your stock and your capers and the lemon juice and it came out really really well uh, but just, it is it is somewhat capers? of a brown a brownish sauce so of course i whisk it really well and all of the little uh, particles of the, you know, remnants of the flour of the dusting of the chicken get in there, and it kind of thickens it up, and it's just really, really tasty. How far can you go wrong with anything that has capers in it? Ah, oh, it's delicious. I love, I love it. capers. I I, yeah. I mix capers into my tuna salad. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Capers is one of That's God's great wonderful gifts. Didn't it? Uh, and if you ask me where or how they grow, I wouldn't be able to tell you. But I just know I like them. I buy them in a well, little I can, store. That's all that I matters. can tell you. If if you want to no. hear, I can tell you. Sure. I have a question, by the way, after this. Okay. But I'd love all to right. hear where capers come from. Well, you go first to to uh, be courteous. Well, my my question is about baking. Baking. And I read I read that. Um, Cairo syrup, corn syrup, is some often used not only as a substitute or a sweetener because of a, a taste issue, but it doesn't crystallize. And I was wondering mm-hmm. if I wanted to make a pecan pie and I did not want to use corn syrup, could I substitute a light uh, cane syrup, like a Steen's 
uh, blended cane syrup. Uh, yeah, people do that all the time. It's, really? uh Yeah, it gives you uh, different colors and different uh, flavors, but sure, it sure. works. It works uh, okay. just fine. And uh, As long it, as you use the same ratio of egg to, <laughs> yeah. uh, to, yeah. to the sweetener. Okay, great. So tell me about capers. Okay, capers uh, grow in a bush that's about as tall oh. as you and I are, something about like that. And uh, okay. you'll see them growing on the sides of roads, among other places. In Italy, I'm talking about, which is mainly where I've seen them. And uh, what you do with them is, step one, you you take the, the little capers, which you have to choose very carefully because uh, mm-hmm. they, uh, they grow on these little uh, spines, believe it or not. And the smaller... Mm-hmm. The smaller they are, the smaller the capers are, the better they taste. So, and then you, right. you marinate this in, in a marinade with uh, just um, any of a million things, and then you, uh, you serve it. Or you can let them get fully ripe because these are really originally, uh, they are, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? <clears throat> they are, uh, ouch, so they, they're, they're little, uh, yeah, buds. That's right. They're buds. Okay. But, and then when they completely uh, get to their uh, finished state, uh, they, they're about the size of... Uh, of uh, Corn kernel? No, but more like I'm, I'm going into, a, into the dark here. But the... Uh, okay. Uh, and it, it's, uh, it's called a pepper, a, a caper... Uh, bud. Caper bud. Caper... No, there's... Bud. there's a, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and well, it's anyway, they go in you. Okay. Italy. Yeah, let's not push yeah, they it. Do. All right. That's true. Okay. Well, that's Thank great. You, Sal. Thanks for the information. Y'all have yeah. a great afternoon. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Yeah. See you. And ya. I think we have someone else. Alan, welcome to the food show. Uh, it's, thank you, Tom. Um, indeed. And, uh, this, thank uh, you. And just, uh, if, you, if I may take a moment to just, uh, as a preface, to let uh, your lovely wife know that, that, I'm a, well, uh, I used to wait on your husband. Marianne, are you there? Yeah. Okay. So, I, yeah, I, we, I go way back. Uh, I was a restaurant waiter uh, in New Orleans um, in the late 70s through uh, until I, st- I uh, started teaching school down in New Orleans. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm calling from Seattle. The last oh, time wow. I called was, was when uh, you had the, um, um, a dinner at Impostado's. Oh, uh-huh. uh, but I used to work for Chef Andrea, and, and I'd always I'd, I'd trade some stories with Tom uh, when I well, the last time I called, and that was I, I guess I was back in May when you had the uh, the uh, the dinner. But so it's been since then. But I'm calling because yesterday was kind of interesting. Uh, they were the guys that you had. There were a, a, a room of uh, bakers. Mm-hmm. And the, the uh, topic became uh, when, when, and where. What was your your first pole boy? Mm-hmm. They even mentioned too, Tom, that, that that you can appreciate this. Uh, one of the guys, and I think he was the the one that um, was more or less the host of the show, said uh, Tom calls it poor boy. Yeah. Uh, and and he said he, when he writes it, he he writes poor boy. But he says, you know, in New Orleans, we. We take words and we, you know, we just kind of, uh, b- kind of butcher words at times, and mm-hmm. comes out pole boy. But, 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 I'm calling. I'm bouncing around here a bit. But 
So uh, Chef Andrea called, and they asked Chef Andrea, they asked Chef, you know, well, what, what's your favorite po' boy, Chef? Uh, and he laughed, and, and he said, I like them all. And they asked him again, were you able to hear the show yesterday? I know you weren't. You, no, you, I, you weren't I, I probably did, but I was, uh, I, I missed that. Uh, uh, no, why? That. I think you, you would have gotten a kick out of it. I have a feeling, and, and, you know, I worked for Chef Andrea for almost four years, and I've never seen him really eat a pole boy. Um, uh, <laughs> but he never went out. I mean, he, 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 but so he, they asked him about it, and, and I think the third or fourth time they asked him, he did say that he does like roast beef uh, pole boys. And then he went on to talk about um, panini bread and, and how that makes a great sandwich with uh, some uh, olive salad and um, he started creating over the phone there his own version, I have a feeling, of, of, of a po' boy. But uh, I got a kick out of it because I love the guy. And I know, I, yeah, he. there's some foods I, I just can't picture Chef Andre eating. And no, I, think, I, think you're, I think you're pretty safe on that. Next time you hear him on our show, uh, listen to him and you will find that everything I mean everything that he has on his menu or uh, in his head is his his customers' favorite. Every one of them is the, oh. his favorite. Uh, but yeah. that's okay. I mean, we all know what's going on there. But uh, he's uh, he's he's a good cook and he's always uh, 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 oh. uh, entertaining. So uh, and he has uh, amply parking parking too. So don't. <laughs> But no one's yeah. speaking a lot, I'm sure. He mentioned that uh, parking yeah. since, uh, I guess, 1984, and I think that's when he opened, I uh, believe. Yeah, that's, right. that's, that's about that's right. right. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, so what are you uh, doing it, in Seattle? So, um, well, you know, I married a girl from, uh, uh, from the Seattle area, so we moved up here about 10 years ago. I'm all, I'm still teaching. I've got I've got uh, some high schools uh, special needs uh, students up here, uh, and I'm working a, a summer school program. But um, it's uh, you know I get I get into um, these things where you, know, you I walk into a restaurant and they say they have New Orleans style this or you know Kate mm-hmm. authentic Cajun that. My wife says okay we got to go because she knows I'm going to go in the kitchen and I'm going to yell I'm going to fuss. <laughs> you know, you you don't get New Orleans style. You just can't get anything New Orleans style or Cajun style outside of uh, that. We have this conversation with my son all the time. When, Absolutely true. When he says true. he's going to make jambalaya, I'll say, do you want me to bring you some stuff? And he goes, no, 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 we got stuff here. And I go, you don't have the right stuff there. And he goes, well, it's good enough for the people not. here. They don't know any better. No, no, no indeed. That's right. And, and – I, my latest argument was with somebody that said they, they had a muffalada, and I said, well, I hope you went to a Central Grocery for it. And they said, no, no, we went to an, a place. I think they said they went to, uh, not Masparos, but. Um, Martino's? Uh, Napo- no. Napoleon House. The yeah. Napoleon House. They, well, they, they've always good. had great muffalettas there. Always. But they, well, Tom, now, 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 I think they heated them, they heat them up. Oh, I hate that. And. Well, Tom, I see. I know that, and and uh, <laughs> I'm on the same I'm on the same page with you. And I well, said, your, well, no, no, no. Your page no. is a smaller page than most people's. I'll tell you that. Well, it you know, uh, mortadella and salami, you don't heat these. They're cold cuts, and if you heat them up, if you ever fry them up, you'll see all that grease that comes out. Yeah, it's terrible. So, now, what's wrong with grease? 
Well, you, it's just and the creator of the Muffalon, and I forget it, Salvatore Lupo, I think, was the, uh, who, who did that there at Central Grocery back in over 100 years ago. He didn't intend for it to be a hot sandwich. It, it's not a po' boy. It's not. It's, it's not. nothing hot. And, and maybe toast of bread. I can, I can see that if I was to go to a Napoleon house. Okay. And, All and right. Doug's, yeah. yelling, hey, uh, Doug's yelling uh, at us it's that been we have to get another commercial. Oh, yeah, we, but we have to stop because we've come to the end. But talk to us again someday. We'll, you're always I welcome. Thank will. you. See you later. Thank All you. right, Porter and Luke. One and last Porter and Luke before we head out. Porter and Luke is a delicious comfort food emporium. How's that? Uh, on Metairie Road. I don't know. Is that is that the right word? It's a restaurant. I don't yeah, know. An emporium. emporium means you, you sell things uh, that aren't... Uh, restaurant. But anyway, it's a good restaurant, good comfort food place on Metairie Road, 1517 Metairie Road. It is in that shopping center with Walgreens and also bordered on the other side by Oakwin Heart. It is there that you will find delicious meatballs and spaghetti. You will find other kinds of pasta dishes with a really delectable looking cream sauce. Every time I look over it, I go, I got to get that next. Good hamburger, great club sandwich. Good fried chicken. Actually, they're kind of known for their fried chicken. They have good salads. They have a great wedge salad with remoulade and ravigot and fried oysters mm. on three different little mm. wedges. Mm. And they have good mm. poor boys, red beans, and all the regular specialties that you know so well in this area. That is Porter and Luke, 1517 Metairie Road in Metairie. Had a great show today. And... Let me have some cools, regulars. <laughs> mm. Tom's trip down memory lane with a time saver. Remember, tomorrow, National Slurpee Day. We're not going to be here, but uh, go have a Slurpee with, uh, on us mm-hmm. or on them, really. Mm-hmm. WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.